before we get into this Godzilla Media podcast, we want to tell you about the sponsors, the people that make this podcast possible, like our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Summer is here, and you can feel the heat already here in upstate New York, and feel the day is getting a little bit warmer and warmer, and maybe you want to spend some time inside. If you want to stay cool all summer long indoors, the place for you to call is Johnstone Supply in Troy. Ask the team at Johnstone Supply and Troy about their high-efficiency central AC systems and the ductless mini-splits. Goodman, Fujitsu, Westinghouse, and all are in stock and at great prices for you. And you need someone to help install that new system? Johnstone Supply and Troy can help you with that, too. Give our guy Tom a call. Kev, James, Bird, whoever you need to have you swing by. We love the crew at Johnstone Supply and Troy. Always sponsors from day one with us here on Godzilla Media. We love showing these guys some love. They can help you put in that AC unit and help find that cooler place for you and your family and your friends this summer. To stay cool all summer long, call Johnstone Supply in Troy at 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Or visit them on 6th Avenue in Troy or check them out at johnstonesupply.com. Stay cool this summer. Johnstone Supply in Troy. And we want to give love to our friends at Mohawk Honda in Glenville, New York. The team at Mohawk Honda can find exactly what you're looking for this summer across the lot. I know you've heard it. New vehicle thanks to Mohawk Honda. Now you can have that same type of bragging right for yourself just by checking out the staff there at Mohawk Honda in Glenville. They're going to search not just their lot. How about the entire eastern seaboard just for you? That's the commitment they have for you at Mohawk Honda. The real opportunity for you is right now, this summer with 2023 vehicles on the way. Now's the time to sell your vehicle, trade in your vehicle. Think about this, Mohawk Honda buys your car. And in some cases, this summer, you might be able to sell your vehicle to Mohawk Honda for more than you originally paid for it. The supply chain is still facing challenges, which creates a selling opportunity for you. Wherever you're listening across upstate New York, it is worth the drop to make that cash and put it in your pocket. And Mohawk Honda wants to help you do it. As always, the team at Mohawk Honda wants to help you buy, sell, make that experience so easy for you. You know the names, Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Travis Landry, shout out to him, the VIP man, Morales. Everybody can help you do exactly what you need. Find money and get a great ride for the summer road trips on the way. Shout out to Greg Johnson as well. Always killing it over at Mohawk Honda. We appreciate his love as always. Mohawk Honda, Glenville, New York, Freeman's Bridge Road. They want to buy your car. And as always, Mohawk Honda always goes out of their way to please you. And SeatGeek.com. If you're looking to go to a summer concert anywhere across upstate New York, whether it be Syracuse, Albany, Utica, Herkimer, wherever you're looking across upstate New York, Hell, if you're heading down state to Manson Square Garden, you can use the promo code GOZ, G-O-Z, promo code GOZ at SeatGeek.com. When you make a purchase over $50 for your tickets for concerts or games this upcoming summer, you get $20 off. If you use the promo code GOZ, that's G-O-Z, GOZ at SeatGeek.com. Any ticket purchase over $50, $20 off. Use the promo code GOSS, Syracuse, Utica, I'm telling you. This is the spot, of course, the Capital Region, MVP Arena, and more. Promo code GOSS at SeatGeek.com. And now, on to this week's episode of GOSS on the Go. We rarely start with hockey, but we are coming off just minutes ago when this statement gets underway here on a Wednesday night. Then finish the game one of the Stanley Cup between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
Colorado. We are starting to talk about the Avalanche as an all-time great NHL single team. 13-2 so far in this postseason. Six straight victories. Stack that record up against anybody who's gone through this ride of the Stanley Cup and the Colorado Avalanche of 2021 to 2022 can match up to that. Now, Avalanche fans know when it comes to legacy. It takes three more to get it done. I have those conversations with the all-time greats. And Tampa Bay probably feels disrespected with me opening with that, thinking, hey, uh, guys, remember we won back-to-back Stanley Cups? Even though you only refer to us as the reigning defending Stanley Cup champions, we did that double time, one more time, get out of here, wrestling nerd. Okay, I get it. The Lightning have won back-to-back. They beat the Stars. They beat the Canadians last year. They're looking for three in a row. And that is a true dynasty. When you look across sports over the last, especially 10 years, professional sports, can anybody touch that? Doesn't feel like that. And that's what Tampa is able to put together. Give me this every single time. Goals back and forth. The Lightning down two and score two quick in 26 seconds. The Colorado Avalanche crowd singing acapella blink 182. All the small things. Week by week, game by game. I'm becoming more of a hockey fan. I love the presentation, the atmosphere, the excitement. Have I just become an ESPN stooge that anything on ESPN I just watch and want to enjoy? Shout out to my brother-in-law, Jacob, came by. He's a big hockey fan. He was sitting down with us. We were enjoying the game. We loved it. It was fantastic. It was entertaining. It was back and forth. That's what a lot of these sporting events this past summer, as we're midway through already, that's kind of sad to say out loud, haven't had Exciting entertainment, back and forth action. Avalanche and Lightning gave us that for game one. Oh, I can only imagine what the rest of the series can be like for hockey fans, let alone casual sports fans and casual hockey fans. We are in for a special series over the next week and a half. Avalanche take game one. Still the better team. Still the team I would pick to win the Stanley Cup. But continue to do this hockey. You and every single night when you have matchups like you just did for game one of the Stanley Cup. I'm singing the praises of the Stanley Cup and how much I enjoyed game one. I wish I could say that about the NBA Finals. Look, I'm more of a basketball fan than a hockey fan. I'll admit that. I've enjoyed more NBA basketball, college basketball in particular. You know, I've covered for Mark Bennis and everything else. I just enjoy that sport more. It's what I grew up with playing. I had a conversation today like that's the sport as a young kid. I followed more because I played more basketball, but I can't win the argument if someone asked me what's been better so far, the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and now finals of the NHL playoffs or the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, now finals of the NBA. The NHL wins that every single time. They do. It's just been better, more competitive, more exciting, crowd more into it. It should be stealing the headlines, but depending on how you talk about television rights and engagement and everything else, the headlines might be more in favor of Golden State versus Boston. A passionate fan base in Boston. You can argue sort of a new fan base in Golden State since they left Oakland just a few years ago with that new arena that looks like it's from Mars. Arguably the best arena in all of sports, period, when it comes to anything we deal with in the United States of America. That's how good that arena is. But look, Golden State's up three games to two. I guess I'm a little bit more negative about game five because it was so awful 
Oh my God, I'm watching game five and I'm so excited. We had some tapings a little bit different this week. We've had some editing different. So here I go, game five, I'm locked in. I'm ready to watch the two best teams in the NBA battle, Boston and Golden State and clank, brick, brick. Three of 26 from beyond the arc. It reminded me of the Western Conference Finals from a few years ago where Houston's got a three games to two lead on Golden State. We finally think a team's going to out Golden State, Golden State. Daryl Morey and James Harden will fully admit because they did in the public that the way that roster was built for the Rockets was to flat out beat Golden State. They weren't worried about anybody else in the Western Conference. They basically said, hey, when we get to the Western Conference Finals, we're going to out Golden State, Golden State. And they didn't do it because they just went brick, brick, brick after brick in Game 7. And despite all of the bricks, despite all the misses, Houston kept shooting. That's what Game 5 of the NBA Finals felt like. When the Warriors kept shooting, when Boston kept shooting, it didn't matter how many they missed. Eventually, they're going to go in. Eventually, we're good enough shooters. We'll make something happen. It wasn't an easy watch. I had all these exciting storylines of what Jason Tatum could be for the future, what Draymond Green could possibly do, how many more points could Steph Curry put in. I got to go flip it back to Draymond because Draymond's point in the press conference, not podcast, press conference was the best. There was this narrative out there, and LeBron is more than likely to blame for this, that when a superstar plays well, it's that superstar plus everybody else. As Draymond Green said, it's Steph Curry and a supporting cast. But when Steph Curry doesn't play well, it's, Wanda and his teammates around him do more for him. They did. The Warriors won by double digits. They're a win away from another NBA championship to add to their legacy. That's all. When Steph Curry's hot, as Draymond said, everyone's going to feed him the ball. He's the greatest shooter who's ever lived. But when he's not, it's a different game. So if you're telling me in game six, although the series is in Boston, you're going to tell me that a cold Steph Curry is not going to have. Oh, you think Steph Curry's going to be cold again? Not going to have a bad game back-to-back in a row? Yeah, I'll take that. I will take Steph Curry not having a bad game in back-to-back games for a more than likely victory for Golden State. So Golden State, you're likely going to be NBA champions again one more time. Add it to the legacy of everybody who's on that roster and Coach Kerr and everything else. It's hard for me to think Boston go game and another game against a pissed-off Golden State team. So this feels like the Warriors for one more time. Added one. Now for Steph Curry, whether or not this is going to be the MVP in the NBA Finals that he's been looking for, Klay Thompson finally showed up. Draymond had, what, less than 20 points through the first three games of this series? So even though he didn't play well, Steph, yeah, that NBA Finals MVP, the only thing left in your career, is pretty close to be added to your career accomplishments. Credit to my buddy Jeff Levac. He's always getting shout-outs on Gaz on the go, but in all seriousness, what happened this past Tuesday, if you haven't had an opportunity to listen, check out the Albany Empire Coaches Show live from the Albany Empire's Facebook page. It is the first time in seven plus years since I've lived down here in the capital region. I feel like more so often than not over the last month, things have happened or I've had to offer that, especially in this podcast about how long I've been here. And I bring up that timeline again one more time because 
It's the best coaches show that has happened on any format the last seven years. What Central New Yorkers may not understand because of the Dino Babers coaches show and the Jim Beheim coaches show is that really here in the Capital Region, there's nothing like this. There might be outlets that call themselves a coaches show, but it's more of, hey, we get the coach for 10 minutes. What do we want to call this segment that's easy to sponsor? Oh, it's a coaches show. It's, it's a coach interview. It's not a show. It's not entertaining. You get my point. That was entertaining for the Albany Empire. Coach Tomanas having to take, let's start first with the bullets about the, I guess, no pun intended there, San Antonio Gunslingers taking down the Empire. First win of the season for the Gunslingers of what went wrong in the game. Was it scouting? Was it performance? Was it coaching? Was it? So Coach Manas addressed all of that, but even that second part, and I'm talking about the quarterback change. Sam Castronova goes to the bench for Warren Smith Jr. And fans were pissed off. Now, we'll ignore the negatives constantly. And honestly, like in life in general, I'm talking about in particular the Albany Empire. Like, there's a difference between critically critical, you know what I'm talking about? Like constructive criticism. And then what happens on social media of like, where's Tommy Grady? Where's Malachi Jones? Where's Craig Peters? I don't give a shit about that stuff. Guys, like, talk about the actual game. Talk about what Coach could have done or could not have done in relation to him yanking the quarterback who was the backup in the preseason but came out and played really well. It was just playing horrible, horrible against San Antonio. Even as a Castronova fan, I can't defend some of these plays. You give him the yank in the second quarter. He knows, Coach Manas, that the likelihood of the press in the Capital Region asking about a quarterback change should happen. Like just like anybody else, I think some coaches have taken that personal that somebody asked for a change or an adjustment or, hey, I've done this for 20 years. I've done this for 30 years. I've done this for 40 years. What does some random sports writer who hosts a podcast or a blog want to offer me a perspective on? Maybe they've done the research. Maybe they're not as stubborn. Maybe they actually care about the product that's coming out and going to have happen. Yeah, that's the real part of that. This conversation, you may have never thought you were going to be in this conversation of what was going to happen going forward. But now, sure enough, there you are. Now you've got to make a decision. What happens for the future? The Albany Empire? Is it Sam Castronova? Is it Warren Smith Jr.? How much of an impact would that quarterback position change? Who starts the next game? Who starts the next home game? How close are you from being a first-place team or a team watching the playoffs from home? Those are all storylines that Coach Manas and his staff has to figure out. Look, my opinion was a bit biased because not only was I at an Albany Empire watch party, what do you think was going to happen when it came to officials and scores? Of course, the fans are going to cheer. But also flooded with comments on social media and stuff before of what was going to happen. The Albany Empire can fix everything if they get a big win over Carolina this weekend. Then back Sunday, 2 o'clock, kickoff for the next time. The Empire at the NVP Arena. It's all in the way, but the Empire need to get back on track after that tough loss to San Antonio. And by the way, one more thing on San Antonio. Just because they were defeated doesn't mean they have scrubs. They're pro athletes. They get paid. They don't want to be embarrassed. So if someone asks me, am I surprised that they lost? Not in a 16 professional sports league. No, I'm not. Because San Antonio is eventually going to get that win against somebody in the NAL.
I won't stay on this topic long because it's such a frustrating topic about we are in mid-June. And when we get to our baseball conversations, our baseball topics, we've already talked about for our friends from Johnstone Supply and Troy a little bit earlier in the show. But this should be the spot where I talk about the biggest storyline in baseball and the biggest rivalry in baseball, the best pitcher. And talk about the New York teams and how well they're playing and the Yankees and Mets no doubt are playing well. But let's be transparent and open and honest because that's what some people enjoy most about guys on the go. That there is no storyline in Major League Baseball that jumps out an entire week. Like something worth talking about. I could do the Clint Frazier stuff again, talking about the drama that involved Clint Frazier. But now I look back and wonder how many people cared post-Yankee career of what a post-Yankee does unless they're an impactful player. Yeah, probably not a lot. Not a lot of people would really care about that player did anymore. Do you want me to come on here and tell you how great the Mets are? Well, they don't have shirts and they don't have the crop. So I wonder if Uncle Steve Cohen looks at his wall and thinks, oh boy, yeah, we can. Uh, I didn't have to spend all of my money to get these players. And then that's it. How amazing is that? And then mid-June, you can't find a good enough storyline. What should I chase? The end of Albert Pulhouse's career? Aaron Judge hoping to break the home run record? Like what? Well, the home run record is 63. No, see, I just did it right there. The home run record is 73. I just watched 61 the other night, by the way. Some people in their personal record book, Stu Gatz is smiling somewhere that doesn't count that record. It's tainted. It's not the record that it used to be. When who? McGuire had it? Because it was Bonds? Because before that, Roger Maris? Yeah, that's hard for me to buy. Yeah, I'm not really rolling with that one so much. But Major League Baseball. Nothing. The teams are good. The athletes are good. But for you to stay in the relevant conversation this summer, you got to give us more than teams play well, team good, root for team. Give us something, baseball. We're waiting. This should be your time to shine. We're going to flop the order here. We're going to do the WWE and AEW stuff first. Then we'll get to why the UFC might have a new star on their hands. Let's start with the WWE first. Because I cannot believe. I'm not getting on our guys, Brian, Katie. Or J.J. about the coverage they bring. Because they do a fantastic job. And I love the stuff they do. So they should keep crushing new everything else. But this story that's been circulating over the last 24 hours. About Vince McMahon and paying off an affair. And wondering what the future could be for the WWE and everything else. Am I the only one that's not shocked by the actual report? Like, if you told me Vince McMahon, who could run through the laundry list of stuff that he's done in his career to entertain an audience, and you will be able to, as some people want to, cancel Vince McMahon, oh, you've got enough material to do it. Trust me. You can definitely make that happen if you need that to happen. But that's not the issue here. The more intriguing fact for me involving what's happened with the WWE involves the family, McMahon, and Nick Khan, that's far more intriguing to me. Like, for those people who don't know what I'm talking about, by the way, I think it's it's fair to reset here. So Nick Khan was a super agent for an easy comparison. Maybe not the most accurate, but the easiest comparison is 
Remember Ari Gold from the TV show Entourage, played by Jeremy Piven? Okay, think about that. Think about that. And that's what Nick Khan was. But Nick Khan, in comparison to Ari, always worked in the shadows. Worked so people didn't know who he was. And then Nick Khan is hired by dun, 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 the WWE. So why is Nick Khan a super agent hired by the WWE? Let's call a spade a spade. This hiring is right around 2019, early 2020, more so, probably mid-COVID. And it was an interesting time in the history of the world. Everybody was getting canceled. You said something wrong that people didn't like, you're canceled. You got a tweet, somebody misinterpreted, canceled. Go look at the WWE's material. You have days upon days of reasons to cancel the WWE, but for whatever reason, they dodged it. And that, for whatever reason, was Nick Khan. That's it. Like, Nick Khan was brought in because he knows all the media companies do. Hey, can you lay off my client? And he probably said client. He's worked with all the great media names. If you know anybody on ESPN over the last 10 years who's been a big name, more than likely, Nick Khan's been their agent. So now, here's where the pieces have been adding up for months, and I'm pissed I didn't tweet this earlier. So randomly in January, Shane McMahon's out of the WWE, according to sources. And then a few months later, Stephanie McMahon's out. So Steph's out, Shane's out, Triple H's responsibilities and NXT are pulled back, and now all of a sudden, Vince McMahon, Mr. Uncancelable, Sounded so Syracuse right there. Uncancelable. Yeah, I think I'll roll with that. For the first time in this Me Too movement world or cancel culture world is trending on Twitter. Let's piece it together. Steph gone, Shane gone, Triple H gone, now Vince is gone. There's only one person that's made this happen. It's Nick Khan. And here's the great game to the Nick Khan do we call it farce, plague, play? However you want to describe it, however you feel about him, and that's it right there. You may have no idea how you feel about him. You may have no idea of who he is. And that's the difference between Nick Khan and, for the lack of a better example, but maybe one you'll understand, Ari Gold, a.k.a. Ari Emanuel. When the show Entourage came out, Ari Emanuel became more popular than he ever was before because Jeremy Piven was playing a character named Ari in similar fashion to him. So the world and the reality show started to blend a little bit. That's what's sort of happening here, isn't it? That the Game of Thrones family power struggle empire, that the McMahons are gone. And, and Nick Khan showed up, knew that. He thought, okay, I'm an agent. I'm a master political person. I'm either going to sit behind Vince McMahon for years to come, or I'm going to do everything I can to end them. And guess what? You let me inside. You let me trust you. You let me figure out exactly what you do. It is a cold-hearted word. I don't think that's exactly how it's going to go down. But we have to wait and see. 
if that's really what happens going forward, that Vince McMahon is thrown out of office and CEO of his own company, the WWE. So let's flip it over to AEW now. All Elite Wrestling has a problem with Jeff Hardy. I'm not bragging about getting this right. If anything, I would have loved to get this one wrong about the most recent pay-per-view of Double or Nothing, where from the moment he entered out to the ring, Jeff Hardy was influenced, drunk, intoxicated, whatever term you want to use. I've watched enough wrestling matches to figure that one out. Then at the end of the match, he goes to the crowd this is not the first time Hardy's shown up hammered to a match. Remember the old TNA match with Sting? There's a house show he left through the crowd. It's a weird, bizarre gimmick if this is his new gimmick of just being hammered and people being concerned. It's not something you should joke around about in 2022, if ever. So Jeff Hardy needs help. I, I said this at the end of the most recent LeVan Gasha. It was as much as prison time, jail time, Fines, all it, enough's enough. I don't know nobody died in the accident, but he's got to get help. Now I mentioned that I feel like a bad guy from bringing this stuff up because even though he's been arrested multiple times, sometimes I believe all the times for nonviolent crimes, even though he's been given opportunity after opportunity. All of some would look at him and say, oh, he's that crazy guy who jumps off of ladders. There's far more to that to Jeff Hardy than jumping off of ladders. The legacy he built, the swanton bomb, the charismatic enigma Nero from New Style Matches to how we look at tag team wrestling. Those are all things Matt Hardy did and Jeff Hardy did, but more so Jeff Hardy. One more time on that nickname, the Charismatic Enigma. It's done. It's over. Tony Khan cannot have Jeff Hardy continue to not only embarrass his business both in the ring, but outside the ring. I wouldn't be shocked if this is the first marquee Tony Khan firing in AEW. Now, I, I I'll admit I took a little bit of heat for the lack of selling for UFC 275. We went through the names, and some were recognizable, some were not. But UFC 275 surprised me with the success. Now, let's start first with the end before we get to the success of Joanna Jonjacek, the pride of Poland, retiring after losing in a pretty impressive effort by the opponent. I'm shocked Joanna Joan Jacek decided to retire because she seemed like someone who I've interviewed countless times before about who would never give up fighting. No matter how many losses she had, she would continue to fight. Now, that's easy to say when you're not making millions of dollars, one of the most household names in boxing and more. So, like other people can do in the last 10 years, if I talk to her in 18 years old, she would probably have different answers, and that's okay. She'd probably have a bigger podcast. She'd probably have a bigger platform. Fine. Okay. I'm not going to get all worked up about whether or not that's the issue. The issue is the new star of the UFC. Yuri Parashkov. Parashkov is what I'm going to sit with. I'm going to call him Yuri for the rest of this, though. That fight he had with Glover Teixeira, you can argue is not just one of the best light heavyweight title fights this year, you could make a strong case as one of the great light 
heavyweight title fights of all time. The light heavyweight division for so long was dominated by John Jones. Now you've seen three different champions in the last nine months. Now, some would say that's not good for the sport. Others would say, I'll take a rematch, please. If you're going to give me what just happened in that stroller or a preview of it on television between trained professionals, yeah, I'm in. So let's make it happen. And one more time back to Yuri. I feel like I'm not selling him enough for a second week in a row. When Yuri showed up to the Czech Republic, it was incredible. They were going ballistic for Yuri. 7,000 people waiting in attendance to cheer on the champion. Another foreign champion that has such a backing in his hometown. Hell, Dana White put a fight in the Czech Republic. Watch how many fans you can get for that. So unfortunately, that's what I look at. When I look at the UFC, you look at that type of overall league and wonder where are the champions, where do they come from, how good are they in the ring, can they get beat? Those are all fun storylines when you're in the fight game. I love that stuff. So, But give me more knockouts. Give me more body blows. Let's see somebody, not to John Jones's level, but let's see somebody local dominate that level. Hold that belt and continue to show off what it's like to Bust your balls for something that you want, and you make it happen. Shout out to him. We've got a weekend wagers on the way, but before we get there, we're going to give love to Lily and David Fine. Jewelers family owns and operated business off of Route 50 in the shops of Wilton. You stop in, you say hello to Alyssa, David, Jacob, whoever might be working, and ask about, you know, it's called the Goss Special. Hey, uh, I heard Goss last month, like five years ago, came in here sweating nervous not knowing what to do you helped him buy an engagement ring i think i'm ready to make the move with my soon-to-be fiance and lily and david fine jewelers will help you find the ring she's going to continue to get compliments on for years to come and for you guys important to find a ring that fits your budget you don't want to break the bank that day lily and david fine jewelers will help you do that by the way father's day just around the corner grab dad a really cool watch stop into lily and david fine jewelers Route 50, the shops of Wilton. Say hello. Make that big purchase, whatever it may be. Wedding band, two-for-one sales, always going on. Engagement ring and more. Graduation season is officially here. Make sure that certain somebody special in your life's looking good. It happens to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Shops of Wilton, Route 50. Stop in. Tell me you heard about Goss's story from right here on Goss on the Go. And our friend Jared Lozier from Northeastern Insurance continued to see those prices go up for groceries and more. Yeah, I'm talking gas. You know the expenses. Jared Lozier wants to help you save cash. One simple text, 518-956-3753, 518-956-3753, or email him today, J-A-R-E-D-L. At nemail.com, J A R E D L at nemail.com when it comes to insurance policies and to make sure you're not overpaying, especially with 2022's income continuing to increase, you got to find the right spot. And it's working with Northeastern Insurance and our guy, Jerry Lozier. One more time on the number 518-956-3753 or social media or different ways to connect. Jerry Lozier. He's going to make sure he's going to get the best price for you shopping the market for Northeastern Insurance. All right, let's talk about the weekend wagers called Lane, called Exciting. One pick for the U.S. Open in golf, Patrick Cantley, the reigning 
defending PGA Player of the Year. Oh, you want pride in the PGA Tours? They're trying to take down Live Golf. Been trying to do more topics on Live Golf, but I think we kind of understand it, right? They just took the money. The end. There's <laughs> there's not much more to end of the story. The Saudi Arabians offered those golfers a bunch of money. They said, we're going to take the money and walk, please. Thank you. Nothing better than the face of golf. Rory, Woods, and others. Okay. I'm talking about like the actual best player of the PGA Tour. Going out and showing off and doing big things to win his first ever career. Major, give me Patrick Cantley at 25-1. to 1. I would toss in another baseball game. I'd toss in more talk about the series, but I've been so cold recently. I'll save the ticket for you. Instead, I'll tell you enjoy the weekend. We've got some potential changes on the way with Goss and the Go. I don't want to tease too much. Just be on the lookout for Tuesday. If you don't have automatic downloads, check out Apple, check out Spotify. Make sure you get automatic downloads on your phone because you might get a special episode upcoming on Tuesday. More information coming this week. All right. I'll definitely talk to you though next week.